0: Mix with on the beat. I am somebody. I am somebody. Let me
1: see what you can do. Welcome. Welcome. To e Society podcast. Hey hey, what's up? It's e back again. e Society podcast. We talk TV and movies, comic collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode two hundred ninety-seven. Today we'll be talking about TV, including Buddy Games, Stars on Mars, and Ahsoka. Movies including sixty-five, Cobweb, and The Nun Two. And as always, the Week in Sports, the Week in Funko and Collecting, Weekly Star Wars Moment, and our Weekly Random Movie and Song Recommendations. Before I go
0: any further, it's the Ah, Party people! What's up, everybody? We are here, and happy anniversary to both of us and all of you that are a part of the E-Society. Seven years in the game Wow. And it and it just flew by. <laughs>
1: wow, it did.
0: I can never remember how many years it, we've been going in.
1: It has, but yet at the same time, it's also crazy to think that... Uh, okay, so we weren't recording when Force Awakens was out, but um, we were recording before Rogue One was out, which was the second film in like the new set of of these recent star wars films so before last jedi before rise of skywalker before solo before mandalorian before all that
0: <laughs> i know it just uh i don't i get we were at Go back and listen to that very first episode. If you guys are new to the show, welcome. Thank you for listening. If you haven't listened to the very oh. first episode, go way back in the <laughs> archives. It's there. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> and it's, it's hefty, too, because back then, like, I was approaching the show different. Like, I made, like, so much notes because we were talking about uh, the get-down. So it was basically, like, a history of hip-hop. Episode because I was like going Deep with my hip-hop history And bands And that was like
0: Very different (laughs) Yeah I mean it was We didn't know what we were doing
1: That was just one show
0: (laughs) We didn't know what we were doing And there was uh, No microphones No no, none of that No fancy I I assume I think I recorded it all Oh yeah by the time we started East society Well in the first episode it was A show with no name uh, I was using my computer My first uh, Mac that I had I didn't have a microphone I was using whatever the internal Microphone was on the computer So it sounds a little different Plus I had it set up in uh, My dining room so you had that Echo and I, I have hardwood floors And you heard Pudge Walking around in the background Yeah Little, and Flea here. Yeah, <laughs> Flea was always making an appearance. Pudgewood you know? cl- <laughs> click around on the hardwood floor. And yeah. rest in peace to Pudge yeah, and Flea, piece. both of them. Yeah. Goes to show lovely. you the
1: passage of time, too. I mean, geez. You know.
0: Yeah. Uh even the boys, little guys, my nep- my nephews, my grandsons, they were right. babies. At one point, I remember sitting there right, holding right, hold, right. holding one of them. Yeah, recording the show. Or when Daniel was learning how to talk, and he would just come That's in right. here and could barely talk. And now Daniel's yeah. five Damn. busters, three. Uh, Jade was still in high school, and how old was she?
1: Right, yeah, high school years, finishing up high school. Because yeah, she goes with the years. So mm-hmm. 2016, she was 16. So she man. still had two more years of high school when we started, and now she's through college. Whoa! Yeah.
0: And we're still doing the same thing. <laughs> wow!
1: So, I mean, oh man, it really put that kind of puts it in perspective for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, they had Daniel and Buster weren't here. I don't think Lily or Declan was around yet. Right. Um, really? uh, Definitely not know.
1: Declan. Lily. Yeah,
0: been Lily. Lily might have been a baby, but Declan. <laughs> yeah. I remember he wasn't there, but yeah. Shout out to brother shout Joel, out. sister Sherry, um, and everybody that's the East Society. Started out with three: uh, the Zisu, yeah. myself, yeah. and Jade. <laughs> that was right. it. Right. And then as we went along, people jumped in. Uh, Big Jesse, Mike, that's Brian, right. shout uh, out Rachel, Steve. Well, Steve, well, he, he's he's the official fourth member, right. Um and everybody else, uh, Marky, e. Tiga. Yep. I think Eric chimed. No, Eric chimed in a few times because I remember. Oh yeah, he, for
1: sure. He we did, did a, a little review
0: for Star Wars.
1: We, we used to at the start of this year, we did a, a episode for uh, like the first five or six episodes of Last of Us, and we didn't finish like the last three episodes. Did
0: you, you guys? <laughs> I mean, we it? watched
1: it. We watched it, but we didn't we didn't record anything for it.
0: You guys might have to just bust out a quick uh, anchor. Oh, <laughs> Spotify for podcast, right. yeah. Anchor. It. I mean, we the anchor came later anchor. in the game, anchor. right? But I mean, we we spawned off into all of that. Um, my first
1: my first memory with Anchor was right when Solo came out. I was visiting the Reno area, and we went to that uh, Denny's in Sparks, and I remember trying to do Anchor. There, so some reason when they say anchor, I always have that kind of memory. The the Denny's with the they had the solo um promotion.
0: I think I still have my cup here somewhere yeah. amongst all my junk. Uh, if you guys I don't, re- the,
1: I had the little uh thing we had at the table. Actually, I still have it here on top of the microphone, but I left it in the window for years and it completely faded. <laughs>
0: What I loved about it, if you guys don't remember the little solo promotion they had there, Denny's—that was the main thing going. And I know they had special um, uh, meals with Star Wars themed titles. I don't know what—I don't know. You got something that was pretty hot. I didn't even try.
1: Yeah, try it. it was like some <laughs> sausage thing, which I wouldn't normally order. I'm not the biggest sausage fan, but I was like, oh, I got to do it. It's the Star Wars promotion. Got to try it.
0: I loved the cups, the little kids' cups that it came with, and it had the Millennium Falcon on top of it for the lid. I thought right. that was sweet, but... I mean, we... It was pre east Society when we recorded at San Diego Comic-Con, but that right. was where you, you, you stuck your feet in the water and did it. And right. then we started doing <laughs> it... Uh, well, I guess it was weekly. We started doing it, and then... Uh, Shout out to brother Joel again He came, hey, there's a new uh, App you guys should try Anchor, and we're like Okay, it's just another Way to get everything out there, so we started Doing that I mean, they were pretty rough In the early stages of Anchor (laughs) But we we still did them And and they still count, because they're all Still now It's Spotify for podcasters I don't even know when that merger started Um, If it was last year or the year before I don't remember, but I think it was last year, but anyway um, All that, all our whole library On there is carried over From from Anchor over to that And it's cool And it's just weird And how much we've done 297 episodes And I say this all the time That's just regular episodes We're not counting up to the challenge And 31 Days of Horror And everything we got over on Spotify For Podcasters slash Anchor Everything there uh, we we're we're spread out all over the place with East Society. Magnus podcast is still just, just that one solo show, and that's it. But East Society spun off into this, spun off into that, uh, Skate Society, Love Society, and mm-hmm. this and that Society, and it's just it's just crazy that we right. what we've done. And yeah, it really is. I I I love it all, man, and and I'm happy that it that it's you and I doing it. Yeah, me um, too. I was just telling Jay we we, we have day. other people, we yeah. have other people that that chime in with us, but oh, it's yeah. I mean good. it's us. I mean oh, Jay yeah. will be back on eventually again, but yeah. it's no us no. and we right. we, we do decor. it we in the trucks. <laughs> yeah, my favorite <laughs> in the trucks. <laughs>
1: Those are my favorites. Just
0: <laughs> driving around Reno or driving around yep. Eureka and Arcata yep. just recording. Just And we yep. drove all – when we were driving to San Diego Comic-Con that one year, oh, we did yeah. a couple. Those are great, too. I mean – And the uh, it's, the
1: Washington one, too.
0: We did the Washington oh, one. Oh, uh, the Emerald City. Uh, Emerald well, hopefully City. we can go again next year. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be easier this time because you'll be able to drive, too. <laughs> so, right that was rough <laughs> it was cool going there coming back was tough man i had to stop and take a nap yeah but um yeah it's just been awesome and my brother here i'm so happy that that we're doing this and it, it helps yeah, so just to talk about different things we totally have totally different type tastes and TV and music and, and movies and all yeah. that, but it's it's still the same old show.
1: That's and right. It's,
0: it's <laughs> amazing and, and on just two hundred ninety-seven regular episodes is crazy. Oh okay. yeah. I remember we started when we got to like ten, and I was like, oh okay, yeah, cool. Then 20, 30 yeah, and yeah. then next we hit a hundred. Now we're about to yeah. hit three hundred. Yeah. I mean, that was that,
1: that first year you're talking about like 10 that runs us right around to the time that we did the, uh, rogue one live in person at the uh, Alamo draft house, uh, breeze, Chris and Jade were there and yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, it was still very brand new, especially to me then. And I remember explaining it to them and, you know, asking them to be on there and I was telling them, you know, like, yeah, obviously I'm no expert at this brand new just doing it here for a couple months and like so yeah just just say what you thought
0: <laughs> I mean yeah that was cool I mean just sitting in that little area on the couch yeah. just talking about what we just seen we right. had seen it twice already by then and yeah. the I still go back I just went to the movies I'll, I'll talk about the movie that I was in the theater for and they showed the trailer for the the, the second half of Dune going to that episode when we when we talked about uh we had a rewind for the original dune movie that came out in the 80s right and uh chris was on it and we we still got to do we need we need to do i guess we'll wait until part two is out and then we'll do a full on both of them
1: yeah you hear you heard it's not coming out this year anymore right
0: yeah i'm just like man come on well i'm gonna have to rewatch the first one again anyway they
1: got it in this i was just messaging you like cbs instead of they don't have new fall shows they don't have new csi this and csi that and all their comedies they don't have anything so before big brother tonight they started airing uh yellowstone from the beginning and it's like okay i guess but it's like come on now like that's the show that has like multiple seasons and they're like the premiere event from the beginning, Yellowstone. It's like, I,
0: I I I want to watch it, um, but I from what I'm hearing from friends and other people in the indigenous communities that the representation of uh, indigenous people in it is not good. That's just what I'm hearing. Yeah. I, I I don't know I heard everyone. That. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen no one. Kevin Costner, he's cool. I I, I like I don't like all his movies. But I, I like uh, some of them. There's earlier I, stuff, but
1: yeah, I've only seen the first episode, which is what they aired tonight. So I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." I I didn't really watch the whole thing tonight when it when it aired before Big Brother, but uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Like especially if like the Kevin Costner family is supposed to be the heroes, I'm sure they probably don't pay to. Very positive picture of the, the, the indigenous community, which is obviously not yeah. right. Yeah,
0: okay. and then I, the, yeah, there. I guess, um, Drew and, um, Drew Barrymore and that other late night talk guy. Um, let me see what the hell. Um, one of my friends posted something about it. I heard Um, Drew's not
1: doing it anymore
0: Bill Maher Maher's doing doing it
1: Drew Barrymore called it off
0: Oh she did? Because I know she, uh, a few days ago She did that apology video On on why But from from what I'm gathering Both of them were doing it so Their workers could get paid which I understand, yeah, that's cool They're thinking about just them, but some people Are going, well, if you're worried about your workers You guys are millionaires Why don't you just start giving money To them, and not working Not crossing the picket line I, I get it, I mean, I, I get I support Or we support their, their calls And why they're striking We support it, and we back them up um, Where we're at in California I mean, I, I, I would like to go Down there and walk the the, the picket line with them and, and to to show them so that we support them but I don't live near Hollywood or anything I mean we're we're more north and you're way, way at the, almost north. the top of California yeah basically um <laughs> yeah I get I get that they want to help their their employees I, I I understand that but yeah I'm kind of with them and don't don't cross the line I mean just do what you gotta do and yeah if if you You have millions of Dollars I don't know how many people are on their own Teams the production teams And camera people and this person And that person um, I don't Know how much they get paid but I'm sure you could help, help them out I mean they've been Been in the game a long time So it's not I mean they get millions A year for whatever they're Doing I don't know. Sorry about the screaming. It's bedtime. <laughs> I don't know how long Drew's show's been on, but Bill Maher's been at it for a while. So if out of them too, uh, I think he can probably shut up. But yeah. But drew, she's been in the game since she was a little kid and I'm, and I'm sure she's got her, her money and everything, but I don't know. Some people are like, well, I wouldn't want to get my money. I, I, don't, I don't know. I wish I was rich, but I'm not. Um, but yeah. And then I, I was just reading today that, um, they're going to start um, filming more. I, I guess the SAG AFTA people or whatever are allowing them to. Uh, Daryl or Dixon or whatever that show's called, the Walking Dead spinoff, for them to start production on that again. I, I, I don't oh. know the whole story on that, but. I'm pretty sure um, that one's set that in London, wanna...
1: so maybe that's why. Like it's under the uk rules and not the us
0: rules no but there's but there's still us actors and they're a part of the sag and 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 whatever whatever else unions they have so it's it's not like oh we can go over there and film no you're still you're still under that you're not under theirs. so i I i don't again i don't know i don't know the whole logistics everyone uh i'm unfamiliar with it all but um i support them i mean. We talk about TV shows, American TV shows and American movies and everything here every week. Yeah, we do talk about uh, the foreign films and the foreign television shows as well. Um, speaking of foreign, man, when we get to a little bit of Big Brother, uh, there was something that <laughs> I don't know if it's a Big Brother or what, but it was wild. We'll, we'll get to it in a minute. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, if Bill Mars is going to do it and people are going to be mad at him for crossing the line. But you guys know Bill Maher. He 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 don't give a fuck. He he'll right. start complaining and try to 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 do say whatever he's gonna say. I don't watch his show anyway, so he he pissed me off when he was talking shit about Stanley. So fuck him. But anyway, um, <laughs> Drew Barrymore. If she's I did this is the first time I'm hearing it that she's not gonna do it. But she called it off. She did. If you guys follow her on his Inst- if you follow her on Instagram like I do, she did put out that apology video. It's only like four minutes long. And she she was sorry for what she was doing. I I didn't she didn't say anything about I'm gonna continue or I'm I'm not gonna do it. I don't know, but if she's not doing it, because I'm sure she took a lot of heat. But I think out of them two, she would be like, all right, no, I'm not gonna do it. Bill Maher, he don't care. He's gonna do what he's gonna do, and if everyone hates him, he gets blacklisted or whatever. All right, it's not like he needs more money. I'm sure he's got enough to just all right. I'm gonna go just do my thing and. Write a book or or whatever, I don't know Or start a a podcast Like everyone else does But, yeah, I I don't know I mean, again, we support everybody That's out there picketing We support the writers, we support the actors And everything, because, yeah, this It's all bullshit and and everything Because I feel them on the Contract thing, I mean, we're going through our Contract contract negotiations As well, uh, where I work But Two totally different uh, businesses but um i'm i'm we support them and we hope that they get what they want and none of this ai shit cuz it's it's crazy i mean i was watching some stuff some videos on ai and it looks awesome but i don't think these people want to sign one contract to say we get to use your likeness forever yeah no that's bullshit if they if they were still paying them I'm sure some of them will go oh hell yeah I don't have to work and you're still going to pay me Go for it but nah Hollywood's a business and that's not That's not how it's going so But anyway Well we're talking about TV so uh, Oh Talk about what you got Let let me find what I wanted to talk about Dealing with
1: Sure Well yeah I just got a couple here Um, What do you got just real quick. I wanted to mention, uh, big brother. I did a whole, uh, live reaction to the Thursday, uh, eviction and, uh, live HOH competition. We got to see it on the feeds. Uh, you don't get to see it all. This is the only second time this year. The first was pressure cooker, which lasted 14 hours. That was awesome. Uh, still gotta say that was it was crazy i watched the first few hours went to bed five hours later woke up it was still going went to work went to break it was still going that was that was really cool uh on the other side though we had this one the wall comp and it only went 45 minutes and actually when i started recording i think it was already down to the like last three and even that didn't last much longer so if you listen to that episode you heard like my reaction as it uh, went down. But uh, the other thing I wanted to mention and tease, I talked about a little on the episode was uh, there was the first like real big, like uh, fight of the season. I'm not going to talk about fists, but I'm talking about going back and forth, yelling fight. Uh, It was Corey and Jared on uh, the morning of the eviction. Um, Corey, Finally, decided to unload all his information, and it was interesting. Matt, Jag, Bowie, Jane, and Suri ended up in the room, but it was mainly them listening to Jared and and Corey. And Corey actually was bringing the truth, but uh, Jared was spinning lies and getting caught in lies, and it was clear for others to see. So, amazingly, uh, Izzy was evicted. On this last uh, Thursday, and what looked like a serene steamroll uh, power structure to the end, uh, got a huge crack in it. Like it, losing Izzy is
0: huge
1: for them. She was so loyal. She was all over the house. She brought them all the information. Now she's gone. Now Jared's exposed. Jared's a big target. And yeah, I'm enjoying that a whole lot more. So. Uh, I actually like the state of the game. Jared did end up winning the uh, HOH. So, a little bit of swing back of power, but that's fine. Uh, I don't want it to go any kind of predictability. So, that's fine, you know. But, yeah, it's it's picking up. And we're only uh, – we're only uh, – tomorrow is officially uh, day 50. So, tomorrow will be the official halfway point. All
0: right. Here's what I got to say. I – um, big brothers, I guess this type of shows are all over the world. I follow uh Chiseled Adonis on uh X, and he posted something. And uh, I guess it was posted by someone else, and it said, Big Brother Portugal, well, Big Brother Portugal is on a whole different level. And it's, it's the show is called Rio Shore for those of you down south from us. Past Mexico and everything uh, down in South America The watch is that where Portugal is No Portugal America? is by Spain Oh my bad my bad Everyone sorry no being oh but uh, I guess this ain't Portugal where, Where's Rio that's in South America Is Brazil. it Brazil Okay yeah Brazil Rio de Janeiro yeah. uh, That's the name of the show um, Yeah And, and it's it like
1: I know that <laughs> I've, heard the... I've heard About
0: it <laughs> it's like Big Brother But the video they're showing is wild. They show everybody, beds in there, cameras all over the house. But they show two people getting down. Uh, Things things are blurred. Uh, This is the video. I'm describing it right now. Um, Yeah, this guy and this chick are getting busy, lazy style. She's holding another guy's hand that's in the next bed, and then... Okay, there's three beds. the 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 guy and the gal that's in the the middle bed is getting it going. Then there's two beds on the other sides of them, and two guys are sitting there. One guy is just sitting there watching, and the other dude is sitting there uh, holding her hand. And then and, and the lights are on. <laughs> what? The? And and then there's another a black and white video. Uh, of the, the 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 night cam, night vision. And one of the other dudes just gets up and 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 joins in, and it's it wow. <laughs> yeah, not only is it wild on that, I
1: heard it's wild on the competitions too. I heard uh, they had an endurance. I'm not sure what it exactly was if it was the wall or whatever it was or pressure cooker style. But like the US, this one just missed the 2005 record of uh, 14 hours. It was like 10 minutes short of breaking the this is only the second time they've done it this year. But I heard Brazil recently did one where it was almost like 72 hours and it was down to two people. And the show, the, the people that are running it like flat out, like, okay, they called it off like they're they they both won like they didn't. Have a tiebreaker or determine a winner Like they gave like both people Like the power like head Of household <laughs> so yeah I hear it's pretty crazy
0: okay Real short is a Brazilian reality Television series that premiered On MTV Brazil wow MTV's crazy for showing All this uh, and Paramount Plus It must just be down there but if it's on Regular Paramount Plus here I'm going to have to check This show out <laughs> on September 30th 2021 it's a Brazilian adaptation of the American program Jersey Shore It follows the same oh, so format
1: You're talking about Jersey Shore though, not Big Brother
0: But no, it's it's like, it, that's what it looks like I don't know if Jersey Shore, they're all sleeping in the same room But it's like that, you know, when, in Big Brother They got all the beds in one room And everyone's, like I don't know man, it's crazy <laughs> But uh, the same format as the Mexican version I didn't even know that uh, the show follows the lives of ten participants who live in Rio de Janeiro. Zero. See, Jersey Shore wasn't a; that was just a reality show of, of just them, Snooki and Jay, Wow and Paulie D and whoever else was in there. It's it's crazy. I mean, this sounds to me, and it looks more like if it's a contestants or participants. It's I, I don't know. It's wild. I know uh,
1: the UK, Big Brother's been away for a while in the UK, but it's uh, coming back this year, and they actually built a whole new house in the UK, and there's uh, pictures going around the Big Brother community of that, so that's pretty interesting. That's what the US needs. Like It's crazy how long the house has been in this state. It's been like that basically since 2005, so... They they honestly I know they probably just want to stay on the CBS lot so there's not much they're gonna change. That's why it's been the same, but like you were saying at the start of the season, I feel like they need a like a whole new location, like go outside like the city and like get a whole new like big brother house,
0: you know? Yeah, go build a house out in the desert or in the woods somewhere. Right. So I wonder if we get this show. On um, our Paramount Plus, this real Shore.
1: I got. I went back to the VPN because of the excitement of last week with uh, Izzy and the fight and everything like that. So I had to see the uh, East Coast airing. So the VPN actually lets you pick locations around the world. So now you got me uh, wondering if I put in like. Brazil, like, will that pop up on on the Paramount? Oh,
0: jeez. Here it is. What's it called? It's on Paramount <laughs> Rio Shore. It's on Paramount Plus. It, it looks oh, like even just only, regular. Yeah, yeah. looks like there's just one season on here. I don't know what episode or I don't know what season this is when they're showing them getting down, but I don't even know if they would show it here or maybe it's I don't know. Uh, this is what it says on IMDb In Rio Shore, 10 young partygoers From different regions of Rio de Janeiro Go on to Buzos and, and enjoy an uncomfortable Unforgettable vacation With lots of parties, confusion, and friendship For life Okay <sighs> Crazy um, I'll give this show a watch Just to see What it is I'm, I never even watched Jersey Shore I kind of watched uh, JWoww and what's-or-not Snooki. I don't even know what that show was called. Um, let me see if that pops up. Oh, here it is. Snooki and JWoww. Uh I didn't care for Snooki. Wow, I just thought she was hot. That's the only reason I watched an episode. And it was, I think they had kids in, in whatever it was I was watching. But I don't know. No. But I don't know. This real Shore seems crazy. I'll, I'll give it a – there's only one season on there, so I'll, I'll give it an episode. I, I doubt I will sit through the whole episode because I – I don't know. I'm just old, and I don't want to get through all this nonsense of everything.
1: If it's anything like uh, they have the Challenge Argentina on there, and I was interested, but um... – like, the whole thing, obviously, is in uh, Portuguese, so.
0: Oh, man, oh, it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, I was just going off what I saw on uh, on X when Chisels Adonis and someone said yeah. Big Brother. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, real sure. I guess, I mean... TV is different all over the. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, America's yeah. soft. We don't get yeah. we don't I get mean, down like this right. <laughs> here in America. Yeah. But really uh, like again, I'll I'll, I'll whenever get to it's it.
1: Too social, you know. But
0: anyways. Yeah, I'll watch it whenever I get a chance. But that's crazy. I, I don't want to get sucked into these reality no. shows. <laughs> <laughs> Bad enough to, with the big brother, but uh, right. My teeth are already sunk in. I got to see and Bowie, Jane, and um, oh. America. <laughs> <of Okay. laughs> what was her name? Yeah, uh, America. Yeah, they're, they're, is that her name? The little Asian girl. Um, no, Blue. Blue, yeah. No, they're they're still there. So Blue
1: is like she's a TikTok girl. And I swear with her catchphrases, especially anytime she knows she's on camera, like on eviction nights when she goes to vote, she throws her catchphrases out there. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't help but laugh. Her her main go to is uh, kitty, kitty, purr, boots down, slay. <laughs>
0: oh, all right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I do gotta tell you too, uh, Bowie Jane on this uh, most recent episode that aired tonight, where you got to see the fight. I was at work when the fight was going down, and I got to see a little bit on break, but I was like in the bake room and like people were talking, so I had to like put the phone up to my ear to hear the like what was going on in the fight. So, It was good to see it in the episode tonight. Like, it went on for hours, but it was, like, it went right up until the feeds cut for uh, dress rehearsal for the live show. So, I had to see the, like, live episode, East Coast airing, to, like, see if the vote was going to hold and the flip was going to hold and they were going to vote out Izzy. Um, But anyways, long-winded. My point, in the fight, we got to see tonight... Bowie Jane, as the fight wound down, I guess, because they were arguing, arguing hours and stuff, and everybody's sitting around. Bowie Jane at the end said, all right, so everybody in here, final six? (laughs) She's joking, obviously, but yeah, like, it was tense, and people were, you know, yelling and arguing, and she joked. (laughs) Yeah, alliance, us. Going to the final six. Yeah. So, obviously not happening. Jared's a huge target now. I love to see it. So uh, little do they know, double eviction this Thursday. So uh, that's going to be a, a, a great one, too, where uh, you get uh, a whole week of Big Brother in that that hour. They open up the episode with the eviction, which most likely Cam. Cameron's going to go this week. And then they're going to play a whole a whole week of big brother in the for the rest of the episode and another person will leave
0: all right so, cool
1: that'll be a good one um but yeah we'll, we'll spin this into my find my next one um i also talked about how uh i talked with you a little bit about uh the upcoming buddy game show well it premiered after big brother they spent a uh, two-hour episode last Wednesday to promote it, and then the actual episode aired after the eviction episode of Big Brother on uh, Thursday, and it was it was interesting. Uh, the premise is like I said before: Josh Dumel, he, he you know done this his whole life. Gets his friends together every summer, and they play random games like this, the buddy games. And then he made uh, two movies about it. So now I'm gonna have to check those out. I think they're. I think uh, the first one's streaming on Hulu, and the second one's on Paramount Plus. I don't know why they're both aren't on, on Paramount Plus, considering the show's on there. But um, so supposedly he's getting these teams together of real life buddies. The only problem with that is right off the bat. It seems like a couple of the teams, like especially the uh, former pageant contestant beauty queens team, they don't see. They only kind of semi know, you know, know each other, which I think kind of steps on the whole purpose of this is supposed to be like your lifelong buddies (laughs) that you're that you're playing this game with. Um, but speaking of, uh, you know, you were talking about getting down, that's a whole different level. Uh, I do got to say buddy games right off the bat, the first challenge they had to pick from one of three things. And one of them was stripping down, taking off all your clothes and running to the cabin without your clothes. And the roller derby girls did it. (laughs) So that was interesting. And I was like, Oh. So it seemed very family friendly. I mean they did the blurring, but
0: (laughs) Well we'll lose because I ain't doing that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was there was three choices. Like one was eat, one was the run naked, and then the other was um, drag something hella heavy, like the Eat what every person on the team carried like their like body weight.
0: Oh, well we lost. <laughs> like, I can do well, that. you eat,
1: like I said, you you choose one. The one, obviously, the one, the people that won did the eating.
0: What they eat? The people
1: that did the eating. I can't remember. It was, I, 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 it was, it was gross, but it's not as gross as like the stuff on the challenge or like what used to be on like Fear Factor or something like
0: that. No, they're eating like pig balls and yeah, cow eyeballs and stuff like that. Right, not that bad, at least yet. Um but yeah, so they raced to the
1: cabin, and the first team get got a, a power to uh, disadvantage one of the teams when it actually came to the actual first buddy game. And it actually did matter because that whoever's in the bottom two, they go to the last challenge. And the whole way this works is um, you lose the challenge. and it, it's teams of four. and the first time you lose an episode, One person from your team, you have to pick who's going to go home, and then it's a team of three. But if that team of three in a future episode, if they lose the episode again, they're all gone. So that's it for them. So you can lose one person from your team if you lose an episode, but you can't lose any more than that. you got to have at least three people. Uh, The thing I appreciated the most about the show, though, was Josh Duhamel. He really did show how much he's into this as the host. He, like, showed him, like, all in, like, doing the game. Like, the first buddy game, it it involved, like, jumping in mud and going through these, like, electrical wires. And it showed him, like, before everybody else came out, he did it. So when everybody else came out, he was all, like, covered in mud and, like, I actually appreciate that. Cause like you compare it to the other shows, obviously Julie on big brother, she's always dressed nice. She doesn't actually do any of the competitions. Um, interestingly, Jeff on survivor for the longest time, he acted more like he didn't care about the show. It's only in like the last five, six, seven years. He's all of a sudden like, really changed his attitude to like an excitement like oh survivor and this is the greatest and like it's amazing what you guys are doing if you watch like early survivor seasons like jeff looks like he's just like blah about everything like he doesn't seem into it at all so that's that and then phil sometimes on amazing race he'll like it look he'll like put like you got a stack 50 dominoes and he'll put like the final domino down. But he didn't obviously stack all 50 dominoes. But so it was cool to see here like Josh Dumel like really like going through the obstacle course, going through the little electrocution wires and jumping in the mud and everything like that. So it was cool to see his like enthusiasm for it, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, if what, you want to see what Buddy was it, Games... What
0: was it called again? Oh, Buddy Games?
1: Yeah, the first episode's up, streaming on uh, Paramount+. Plus, and they're going to air every Thursday. So it's going to be like a reality Titan trio. It's going to go Big Brother, Buddy Games, and Challenge USA. So it's a big night, but... Usually with it being eviction night, like obviously I'm so focused on that, like Buddy Games and Challenge USA, I usually like check out like the next day just on demand on streaming. So, but okay. yeah. Anyways, um, my next TV, I'll be real quick on because I just watched the first episode, but I wanted to mention it here and mainly um, the connection with you uh <laughs> made me really think of you have you heard about uh, the show stars on mars i have not it's uh, another one of these reality competition shows it's uh, this one's <laughs> uh, all involved with celebrities uh hosted by william shatner they kind of play at the idea Like uh, they're sending these celebrities to Mars. So they send them to this rocky desert remote location that they make it actually look like Mars. And they come in, like they show up in Mars rovers and they have spacesuits on. Um,
0: Is that McLovin?
1: Yeah. McLovin. uh, Somebody, a girl from modern family, Lance Armstrong. A couple of former Seahawks, uh, Richard Lance Sherman Marshawn Lynch. Uh, it's cheater. funny. What's that?
0: The cheater. Yeah,
1: yeah. Lance Armstrong.
0: Ronda Rousey's uh, on this too. Hmm. Ronda Rousey's on this.
1: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Ronda Rousey's on it. Uh, and then Chef yeah, wrestling
0: Williams, for this. Yeah. <laughs>
1: William Shatner, he's the host, and it, it's it's that whole like I said, kind of shtick too, of like, uh, they'll compete in competitions and then, you know, one by one they'll get eliminated from the habitat, from the Mars habitat, and it will be like the last one that could survive being on Mars. And like, they vote each episode, basically each week, whatever you want to call it, that um, one person is the team, like leader, the commander. And um, one thing I know is Marshawn Lynch. He's from Oakland. He's so Oakland. I know the Nez here. He's from Oakland. He's so Oakland. Uh, Right off the bat, this was really funny. Like McLovin's on there and there's a scene with Lance Armstrong and I can't remember whoever else. And they're like, oh, yeah, I just want to call him like Christopher. Like, I'm sure every day in his life. All he hears is McLovin. So we got to show him, like, he's more than that. He's Christopher. And then it cuts to Marshawn Lynch, and he's all, Yo, McLovin. <laughs> and I was like, That is exactly what the Nez would do. I know you because I know you from Comic Con. Like, when we ran into Rex Kwando, <laughs> you
0: didn't call him his name. You said,
1: Hey, Rex Kwando.
0: He was cool about it. He responded, "Hey, he about to your sense. Cool, right on." Yeah. Don't get mad. No, no, no. And no, I'm, I'm just honestly, saying some some people do get mad. Yeah, and you call whatever, something like else. the
1: Christopher Mintz-Platts, the McLovin, he honestly obviously does seem completely fine with it. But it was just funny cuz they were talking about like let's not do that to him, and then Marshawn Lynch was like
0: Yo, McLovin. <laughs> Andy Richter on there. Bruce Willis's daughter. Yeah. Talula. Tallulah. Yeah. I mean, I'll go with one of the guys. I don't know if it was the director. I think it was one of the writers, producers, or whatever of Superbad. And he um, called him McLovin, and he kind of like frowned upon it. He's like, man, shut up! You know how many times I got you laid. Just for putting him in that movie. Right. I met him. I met him a couple of times. He was cool both times. I didn't call him McLovin uh, when I met him, but when we saw him, like somewhere else, I was I yelled McLovin, but <laughs> I didn't say it to his face. Right. But I'm, I'll give it yeah. a shit. There's there's people on here I like. I like that little uh, Ariel Winter girl. She was awesome in Modern Family.
1: So anyways, yeah, it's all right. It's pretty interesting. Like I said, they pretend like they're on Mars and whatnot. So.
0: All right, this is on who? The last person
1: watch. that they was like, it was like a surprise entry, at least on that first episode, was uh, a comedian, and I wasn't familiar with them all. It was a female comedian. Are you seeing her on the cast list? You know who I'm talking about?
0: Nope. I see a bunch of chicks on, on here that I don't know. So who is it?
1: Uh, let me pull up the IMDb to see if I can figure it out. Uh, is it T-
0: Tina She or Tanishi or whatever you say there, or Portia Williams? No, Portia Williams is. No, uh, it's not that girl. Cat Cora, whoever that is, but she looks like she's a chef. Natasha Legiro Lig- or whatever. I Ashley. Th- yeah,
1: I think that's. Ooh. I think that's who I'm talking about.
0: Lacanti. Le- 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 um, I think
1: I think this Natasha Leggero, I think.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know who this is. She looks like she's a, a soap opera star.
1: It's weird that she was, like, the final reveal. Like, she was, like, actually the first mission. Uh, Marshawn Lynch had to pick Ronda Rousey and Lance Armstrong to go out and retrieve her.
0: She's a comedian? I never heard of her. I've seen yeah. her in these things.
1: Well, it was that weird I, that she was like the oh, and it's her. Oh. I was like, who?
0: <laughs> you went in and out, and I didn't hear one thing you said.
1: <laughs> I was just saying that um she it, it was like she was like the like oh it's her it was like a big deal that it, it was like she was the final person and i was like uh oh, they probably should have done that for lance or well they did uh, the duo because it's a seahawks duo of uh, richard sherman and marshawn lynch so they they did them as a duo but it's kind of weird that they chose her as like the special they could have done that for ronda rousey you know Made her the final person.
0: I'm watching a trailer. Where are they? Are they out in the desert in California? or?
1: I think so. And then, yeah, they pretend like it's Mars.
0: I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> to live that way? No way. <laughs> but i I'll they, watch it.
1: Like Big Brother? Whoever's the leader, it's like a HOH room, like the head of household and big brother. They have a special bed just for themselves. So that's why Marshawn Lynch wanted to be the first one. He wanted the the nice bed.
0: <laughs> all right. Stars on Mars.
1: Yeah. And no, yeah, Shatner, Shatner's all into it. He's like, you know, pretending like he's sending them transmissions. You know, I'm back on Earth and I'm sending you your he's mission. In the 70s. Damn, he's in the 70s. Right.
0: Right. Bill Shatner. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how they were I... saying
1: he. they were saying he looks good for how much he's up there, you know.
0: I met him once I met him at the airport in Reno And he didn't Captain Kirk He looked fine to me He didn't look old And he wasn't uh, Trotting along He was just Strolling along Like it was nothing He's just Yeah he's as tall as me He's 5'9 Oh he's from Canada I did not know that Learn something new every day Stars on Mars I'll have to check it out
1: Yeah give it a shot Especially, you know, you got your Seahawks legends there—Marshall yep. Lynch, uh,
0: Richard Sherman. <laughs> yeah, go Seahawks! We won today.
1: Ugh. Bronx didn't. Bad <laughs> loss.
0: <laughs> what else you got?
1: Uh, that's it. All right. I'm all, well, and I'm, I'm all set too, because no movies from me.
0: All right. Uh. Uh, I'll get to my theater one in a minute, but this is the one I wanted to see in a theater, but I just never made it out to. It's streaming on Netflix now. I was trying to just look around and see what was new. I saw the Fast X is on uh, Fast 10, whatever you want to call it, it's on Peacock. Yeah, you got to see that. You I got to sit down and watch Jason that. Jason
1: Momoa, best villain of the series.
0: I see they brought back that last Mission Impossible back to Reno because they took it away for a minute. So, we'll see what'll hell happen. Hello? You there? Excuse Hello? me. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Something Siri popped up. Um, oh, excuse me. Uh, this is 65. After a catastrophic crash on an unknown planet, Pilot Mo- Mills quickly discovers he's actually stranded on Earth 65 million years ago. Now, with only one chance at a rescue, Mills and the only other survivor, Koa, must make their way across an unknown terrain riddled with dangerous prehistoric creatures. All right, this came out uh, earlier in the year, March, directed by directors Scott Beck and Brian Woods. And this stars. Hold on just a second. Where is the IMDB one? Oh, here it is. Oh, National astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet. Only discovery's not, not alone. Alright, this is from the writers of a quiet place. Uh directors, same, same writers. And this stars. Kylo Ren, Adam Driver, Andrea or Ariana, I don't know. Ariana Ariana. However you say it Greenblatt as Koa a Chloe Coleman as Naveen Nika King as Naveen's mom And Brian Dare as, as Zock Ship it's just, He's just voiced it Alright I didn't know what this was about I didn't know he went back in time 65 million years I have to watch it again just to see well, oh, they were planning on this mission. I cannot remember where they were going. So they went into hypersleep, and then he woke up because uh, something happened. I believe some asteroids hit their ship, if I can remember right. So he woke up, and then they ended up crashing, and he didn't know where the hell he was. He was like, he, he, when he came to, he was looking around everyone's cryogenic tube or whatever some broke open, got smashed or whatever, uh, broke open, and they fell out. Um, And, I mean, they didn't show any of this. He, like, just woke up, like, where the hell am I? And he was kind of looking at his uh, computer readout and everything, and and they didn't really say where he went. He didn't know where he was, but then he eventually finds out that he went uh, back in time uh, during the, the dinosaur era. So there's dinosaurs running wild, and he's trying to survive. He thinks he's the only survivor, but he comes across this little girl named Koa. I think she was twelve, maybe thirteen, uh, maybe like maybe like twelve, twelve-ish. That's what she looked. Um, I can't remember what where she was from, but she didn't speak English, so it was kind of hard to uh, 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 communicate with her. But she, they were slowly figuring out everything. So what they were doing, oh, excuse me, they were trying to get, they found out the computer said all some other uh, escape pods were ejected, but they they don't know where they are. Then they said there's a couple that might still be uh, in working order. So what they were doing is they were trying to get from point A to B um, from the crash site to find one of those uh, rescue pods so they can get back into orbit and try to get back, uh, Ah, uh, to their their own time. So, but as they're trying to do that, all these dinosaurs and everything are, are coming at them. Uh, they find out that there is a meteor coming, and it's gonna hit the Earth. I believe this is the the meteor that killed the the dinosaurs because it was a big, huge one coming. So, um, it was cool. Special effects were neat. It was just like Jurassic Park, dinosaurs running. Around. Around and you're just trying to survive it. Um, I liked it. Will I watch it again? Maybe if I somebody else wanted to watch it with me. Uh, the special effects were cool. I thought the CGI was neat with um the dinosaurs and when Adam Driver was running around shooting, at, shoot at, shooting at them and trying to survive and everything. So, but it was a cool little movie. Uh, I think I would enjoyed it if watching it on the big screen, but watching it at home. Uh, I liked what was happening, so but it, it's definitely one of those ones. If you feel like watching a uh, sci-fi dinosaur film, definitely check it out. Did you see this one? I didn't. It's worth watching, man. Check it out. So yeah, it was short. It was only an hour and a half. It flew by. Uh, it was. It's PG thirteen. So um, there's blood and guts, but it's from like the dinosaurs. So it's it's nothing nothing that, uh, too too extreme but i liked it but yeah 65 streaming on netflix all right the next one this is one uh shout out to brother mike he's the one who told me to watch this this is a film that came out uh july 19th of this year and this is cobweb uh young peter has is plagued by a mysterious Constant noise from inside his bedroom wall. A tapping that a tapping that that his parents insist is his imagination. As he fear as the fear infests, he starts to believe that his parents are hiding a terrible and dangerous secret. Again, july nineteenth this year, directed by Samuel Bowden. Um What else has he directed? Because I never even heard of this gentleman. Ooh, Never seen any of the stuff that he has directed. But from what I understand, this was the producers of uh, other films. Because I want to say Seth Rogen was one of the producers. And there was another name that I caught on this. But. This is, let me go to IMDb see what this has to say. An eight year old boy tries to investigate the mysterious knocking sounds that are coming from inside the walls of his house, unveiling a dark secret that his sinister parents have kept hidden from him. All right, this stars Lizzie Kaplan as Carol, Anthony Starr as Mark, uh, Cleopatra Coleman as Miss Divine. Woody Norman as Peter, Luke Busey as Brian, well he looks like a Busey uh, Jay Recon as prin- the principal, Stephanie Simpson as Brian's mom, and a few other people, and some kids Alright, um, and Deborah Wilson, and I won't tell you who she is uh, But anyway, um, this movie was Creepy uh what was it rated R? Yeah, it was rated R. Um, I don't want I don't wanna really want to go into it because I don't want to give away anything. But uh this little kid, uh Woody Norman, he played Peter. Man, this kid can act, and I felt his pain and his being scared. Lizzie Kaplan, I love Lizzie Kaplan. She's been in a ton of things. I love her as Janice Ian and Mean Girls. Um she plays a creepy role in this and there's some things that creepy imagery on that on the screen that that scared me (laughs) i was sitting there watching it in my house getting creeped out and i was sitting in the wrong place in my living room i was sitting on the couch and uh off to my right in my peripherals i could see down the hall and it it just my eyes were playing tricks on me (laughs) so but um, but this was it was really good. Yeah, this kid he starts hearing things in the walls. There's some some knocking on the walls, and and then he hears voices, and he starts talking to the voices and trying to figure out some things that's going on. His mom and dad are acting weird. Um, he's getting bullied at school. I felt him for this man. I was like, man, I don't like the movies when kids are getting bullied at school because uh, he's just a small little guy and. This other kid named Brian was like the the bully, just like being mean to him and smashed his pumpkin. This is all takes place, uh, I think, a week or so before Halloween, and he's just getting he's getting tortured at school by bullies and he's getting scared by knocks on 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 the walls in his room and hearing voices. And his mom and dad are acting weird, and it, it's creepy all throughout. Uh, yeah, Again, I don't want to get into it and spoil it for anyone. But I think if you like these type of films, uh, I say definitely check this movie out. I thought it was awesome. Uh, will it make my best of list? I got to see what else comes out this year. But right now, I'm a, it might be an honorable mention, maybe a number 10. But it's definitely in my horror category of best uh, horror films of the year. Um, it's from the producers of Barbarian. And uh I'm I'm watching the trailer right now. I say if if I'm selling this to you don't watch the trailer. Just do like I did. I had no idea what the movie was about. I just Mike just said check it out, it's good. So I rented it and I think it was only like 5 bucks or something like that on uh, Amazon. And I loved this movie. I, I want to watch it again. If it comes out for physical media, I'm going to buy it cuz I really I really really did enjoy it this film it's a labeled horror thriller i can agree with it yeah the the part that creeped me out is in the trailer so don't watch the trailer uh, if you unless you've already seen it but um, i just got scared again seeing it I, again i see i didn't watch the trailer i, I just took mike mike's uh word for it because he knows what i like so he told me to check it out and oh man this movie was awesome i really really enjoyed it so like i said definitely in my best of horror uh maybe um best of of the year i don't know yet we we still got other movies uh coming and everything so but i say this is a definitely must watch if you if you're gonna wait for the spooky season uh next month watch it um uh if you got younger ones uh i don't really remember hearing much vulgar language doesn't really get bloody or gory or anything It kind of gets a little bloody and gory But not, not too gruesome Um, uh, Maybe 12 Maybe 12 or 13 and up you can check this out Depending on, on, on what you let your kids watch um, it, It's not Too gruesome like I said But this was definitely creepy So I mean I highly recommend this one So if, if I'm selling it to you guys And you want to see it uh, rent it or find it, and uh, yeah. But this is a cobweb, definitely, definitely a must-watch uh, for 2023. All righty, to the big one. This one came out. Uh, we're okay, it's uh, two weeks ago or a week ago or so. Came out September eighth of this year, and this is the second film in this dealing with it. Hold on, let me see. Let me see how many. I, there's there's a few movies in this this universe. Um, it's dealing with the Conjuring universe. There is. Ooh, okay. Let me see. They all go. This is the The Nun two. This is what i seen, and uh, I'll get to the the order on in a second. But yeah, The Nun two horror thriller. Uh, hour and fifty minutes wasn't very long. In 1956, France. In 1956, France. A priest is viol- violently murdered, and his sinister Irene begins. Uh, and sister, sinister, sister Irene begins to investigate. She once again comes face to face with the powerful evil. This is directed by Michael Chavez. Was he the one that did a uh, curse of? Yeah, he. I think he did that curse of. Uh, I'm gonna have to watch that again. Oh, he also did the the third film, The Conjuring Three, or whatever. The Devil Made Me Do It. Both of those, yeah, I need to watch them again. But I I kind of didn't really care for those ones. Um, IMDb. Where am I? Where am I? Okay, here it is. Uh, what does that have to say? 1956, French priest murdered. Uh, the priest is murdered, an evil. St- an evil is spreading the sequel to the worldwide smash. It follows Sister Irene once again comes face face with uh, Volic, the demon nun. All right. This stars, again, she was in the first film. I think it's Tessa T- Formiga as Irene. A Jonas Block as Maurice. Storm Reed, Anna Popwell. Uh, Bonnie Ahrens as the Demon Nun, uh, Kathleen Rose Downey, Suzanne Burdish, Peter Hudson, and a bunch of other people that pop up into this. All right. Then the first Nun, I just rewatched it on uh, Max. That one came out in 2018. Mm. I didn't care for it. It it was okay. And re and re watching it again, it was alright. If you have, if you if you haven't seen any of these movies, they all do kind of run together. There is uh how many movies in this or in this series? There is nine, I believe. Um I what's the order they came out? The Conjuring was the first one. Um, let me see. Okay, that was the Conjuring movies. Let me get into that. All right, well, the Conjuring universe. So I guess this is what I should click on. There is these are the movies. That so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It says there's eight. All right. Um, well there must be nine. They don't have the Curse of. La Larona on here. But anyway, uh, The Conjuring, that one started it all off in 2013. Then Annabelle, The Conjuring 2, Annabelle Creation, The Nun, Annabelle Comes Home, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, and The Nun 2. I can't remember when Curse of La Llorona came out. Um, I guess there's another one coming out. Oh, spoiler alert. But anyway, uh, the movie, it was better than the first one. The first one, it was just it was just kind of slow and i was just kind of like eh, okay come on something happened and watching it again um you do have to see that first one to to i guess basically kind of know who the nun is and who the two main characters are because those two main characters um irene and maurice they carry over into this into this next film because um, me and eric like okay those were the first two from the first film and i remember this and i remember that but as far as jump scares and everything it was every time you were supposed to jump it made me jump uh the lady that plays the nun uh bonnie aarons she is spooky in this film but it's minimal nun. i mean she's there she pops up every now and then You you may see her in the shadows or something like that but even in the first one, she is she's in it, but not like a lot. When you, when you see the the nun, you expect her to be the one running around, uh, killing everyone. But th- there's all kinds of stuff going on in, in this film. But it was better than the first one. The special effects were cool. Uh, the creepiness, the the jump scares, uh, I liked all that. It was just basically, um, uh, just Irene, the the Vatican Center. Uh, again, because she had dealt with this demon in the first film, um, they had sent her over to, I can't remember where they were, or France, to go over there because there was more hell breaking loose dealing with this demon. And the Vatican sent her over there because, well, look, you, you've you dealt with her before, so uh, get over there and try to stop her again. So she goes over to there. It all takes place in like this boarding school uh, for girls, and all hell breaks loose. And they're trying to just figure out what's going on. Why is uh, the demon here? And they, they do find out that the demon is looking for some kind of relic. Uh, I guess it's going to help her stay uh, in in our world uh, and everything. So she's just trying to go over there, trying to figure out why. It's labeled horror, mystery, thriller. I'm with that. Just trying to figure out what what is going on, why, and stop the demon. So that's... Along the way, plenty of jump scares, uh, some crazy uh, blood and gore. Not a lot, but there's some in it. Um, But it was good. Again, like I said, it was better than the first one. Because the first one, I was kind of like, eh, it was all right. And watching it again last night uh, felt the same way. Eh, it was all right. Do I own it? Of course I do. Uh, I'm looking. Yeah, I have have all, all the movies that are out. And well, I, I'm definitely by this one because I, I did enjoy this one, this film. Uh, if you have Max, I believe all the films are on there except for this one. Um, if you want to watch them the way they came out, then then go for it. But um, this timeline in the movies, they jump; it jumps all over the place because it actually started uh, the actual story of everything um, timeline, timeline, and year-wise, it started. Uh, Uh, 50 in 1952 with the first with the first nun film uh, which came out in 2018. This is how you this is how you watch it if you want to watch the films in order Uh, the nun the first one that's the first film the second one you should watch would be Annie Annabelle creation which happens in 1955 then the nun two because that happens in 1956 then Annabelle the first film which happens in 1967. Then the first Conjuring, which happens, I believe, in the s- 1971. Then after that one, Annabelle comes home, and that happens in 1972. Gee, that took like a year later after that one. Then number seven, the seventh film, The Curse of La Llorona, which happens in 1973. Then the Conjuring Two, which takes place in 1977. Geez, is that? Yeah, okay. Then after the Conjuring Two, then watch The Conjuring, which is the third film. Uh, the Devil Made Me Do It, which takes place, and I think that was the '80s. I don't see a year on this one, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's how. If you want to watch them in order, watch it that way. So, but yeah, again, the way the the movies came out in, in the theater was The Conjuring, Annabelle, The Conjuring 2, Annabelle Creation, The Nun, The Curse of La Llorona, Annabelle Comes Home, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, and then now The Nun 2. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine films. And uh, I did give you a little spoiler alert. There is a 10th film coming, and I believe because there's a... a um, a mid-credit scene at the end of of the Nun two, and it kind of just shows something that happened in the in the first Conjuring. Um, so I believe uh, I don't know if it's the lead up to the Conjuring. I, I don't know, but I don't think it happens. I don't think the next film is going to happen after the the third Conjuring film. So I don't know the the way it, the way it made it seem at the end of this one, but. Um I think out of the movies out of all of them the first the first Conjuring movie is my favorite cuz that one scared the hell out of me. Uh Annabelle yeah, it was all right. Conjuring 2 that was pretty good. Conjuring 2 is when we first hear about the nun. Uh, there's a this spooky ass picture I would not want that here in the studio or in my house cuz that shit was scary. Um, that's when we're introduced to the nun character They kind of show her a little bit in that But then we didn't get it until the movie Annabelle creation out of the three Annabelle movies That one was my favorite Annabelle creation that one was creepy And uh, that one was really good The nun, yeah. curse of La Llorona The trailer was scary But when I saw the movie I was like um, Let me watch it again I I, haven't, I just saw it The one time Annabelle comes home um, That was basically uh, another Conjuring movie Because that did, did have to deal with the Warrens they, they they had a lot to do with that film um, It was okay It it, it had its moments it, it was creepy The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It The trailer sold it to me And I went and saw it in the theater And I think it, I, I think it did come out on HBO Max When it was HBO Max The same day it came out uh, In the theater I went to the theater to see it No, 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 no I didn't, I watched it when I was at home I don't remember, but I uh, that one. I need to watch it again. I was kind of like, eh, um, I think it was during it was 2021. So pandemic and all that was happening. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the nun two. I liked it. Good movie. I mean, I own, I own everything that's out so far, so I might as well buy that one as well. But Uh, Again, The Conjuring was my favorite one out of this one The Nun 2, it's in the theaters now If you haven't seen it yet and Or you're just waiting to hear what I had to say about it um, I say go see it It was better than the first one But if you don't remember what happened in the first one um, Go watch it Because something that happens in that Leads into The Nun 2 um, or maybe if your memory was as bet as good as better than mine, you'll you'll probably remember it. Because as the movie was going, I, again I only saw the nun once and I wasn't really it was like and all right. So, but when it was watching, I was kind of thinking, okay, all right, I kind of remember this. That's why I, I went and rewatched it again last night. But the nun two, I really enjoyed it. So I say definitely uh go check it out. Um it is creepy, only hour and fifty minutes. Uh, it did kind of fly by what, what I liked about this one more than the first one other than the jump scares and everything uh, The fast it was more fast paced It was like they were showing you stuff Flashbacks of what happened in the first film uh, But it it wasn't like Oh, it wasn't like a big buildup. It was like they show you something really quick. Oh, okay Now I remember and then roll in to the next scene and what was going on in this one. So but if you go to see these movies just to see the nun again she's in both of the films but it's a lot of just quick little imagery i mean she's spooky if you look if you're just looking at a picture but i like how they do it when they don't show her too long on the screen and it's creepy you see her kind of in the shadows really quick and then it gets it goes back into the shadows and then you can't see her but a lot of stuff like that in those two films but um, out of the first, out of both of those the Second one was my favorite out of the two Will we get a third film The Nun? Probably I, I don't know, we'll see how this uh, I thought this was it uh, After uh, The Conjury and the Devil Made me do it, I thought This franchise was over with, but then Now I got news of The Nun 2, now we're getting Another Conjuring movie, so again I'll see them all, and I own them all, but The Nun 2, uh, if you haven't seen it yet And you want to go see it, I say definitely Go see it in the theater, because it was a uh, creepy and spooky it's really really dark as in visually on the screen dark so uh if you don't like the way your projector works in your theater uh for dark films go see it uh somewhere else um i believe this was in imax in reno i would have liked to have seen it in imax but um i just i saw it here in our little town and damn it was hot in the theater because it was in the second theater and it's upstairs and heat rises and Oh, I remember sitting there sweating But anyway, The Nun 2, check it out And that is all the movies That I have this Week So uh, Sports really quick Seahawks won, yay That's about as much as I know As a uh, take on the Detroit How were the Broncos?
1: Not so good Owen oh, 2 um, Weird though Weird vibe to this season so far. The uh, first game against the Raiders led most of the game. Uh, gave up the lead pretty late uh, and just couldn't couldn't get the ball back. It didn't seem to make a whole lot of mistakes, but the vibe was okay. This one, a uh, tale of two halves. Uh, we got an 18-point lead in the first half, running away with it. looked uh, Looked real good, feeling real good. And uh, instead, gave it all back. Uh, interestingly, uh, a lot of booing. It was in Denver, and obviously not happy uh, going 0 and 2. A lot of people left, though. And was very interesting about that. I always preach, uh, "Don't leave. You don't know what could happen." And the almost did uh, happen into uh, the game. No time left on the clock. Basically game over. Uh, Hail Mary touchdown uh, brought the uh, Broncos within two points, so they needed the two-point conversion, which they didn't get, and they lost anyway. But uh, it was still a pretty exciting ending. Is interesting because com- when you compare it to last season, it was clear the coach last year was uh, out of his element and a little lost, and he cost us. Uh, the coach is better this year, but it's not translating. We're 0-2, and we lost both these at home, which you obviously shouldn't do. So uh, it's hard to know how to really feel about the season. Obviously, it's two weeks in. time. There's still plenty of time to turn around. But, uh, yeah, 0-2, not so good.
0: All right. I don't got no ways' news, so yep, we're out of it. So I'm not even going to worry about it. But
1: well, I can the, spin into collecting based on uh, my Giants news.
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Uh, all year, I knew the Star Wars Day was happening here in September. I think it was September 9th. Um, And they traditionally do give a pop away. Last year, they did a a, uh, orange chrome C-3PO. And then if you got the VIP package, you got both the gold chrome and a black chrome C-3PO. So that was cool. I haven't got that online yet. But uh, I wanted to go to this one all year long because I knew it was uh, Mandalorian uh, orange and black. Uh, Instead of the rifle, he's got the baseball bat in his hand. And I was hoping to go uh, all year, but uh, didn't come together. And in the end, I was like, well, right that like night of the game, I started checking eBay. And then the next day, when I saw around what the prices were going to be, uh, I watched for one. And uh, it was still a pretty hefty price, uh, higher than I normally go for Pops. But I was like... It was worth it. I really wanted it. I felt like it was a must have, and I figured it would cost about that much obviously more uh, in gas, ticket, food, parking, all that to go to the game. So, uh, got that, and it arrived, and it's in great condition. And, uh, you know, one of the things, like I always say about Pops, it's cool. You know, you can keep it nice in the box, but if you're careful with the box, you can take them out. So, I did that so I could get a quick little photo shoot with him. And uh, now he's back safe in his box and then a pot protector and all that. But yeah, it's cool. It's got the little sticker on it too. Exclusive. Uh, Giants logo and uh star Wars day on it. So yeah, really cool one there.
0: All right. I got. It's still left in the other room. I have a, uh, uh what's his nuts? Um Rocket uh box lunch exclusive Funko Pop. I think he's flocked. I, I don't remember. The the kids got it for, for me for my birthday. So I uh checked that. I got that. Uh we went into Spirit Halloween today and we're just looking around and I picked up uh I don't have the box. Box in front of me, I took it out of the box uh, The Grady Twins This is The I couldn't tell you um, What company made this Thing Uh, it says handmade by robots uh, Is robots a, a Something Let me see Uh it is. Uh, hand. It says. Um. I had to look it up. It says handmade by robot. The robot store. It's the. Where's the box? All right. Yeah, handmade by robots. That's what it's called. The the box. The Grady twins. Uh, I thought it was um, like fabric, but it's not. It's uh, the vinyl, uh, plastic or whatever. They look like they're. Uh, material made uh, It was misleading to me <laughs> So but uh, It's called the uh, it's part of the knit series This is from the the doctor sleep one But if you know me I love uh, the shining grady twins are the ones that scared the hell out of me the most So I saw this when I was In phoenix um, But I didn't want to carry it home Plus they were selling it for 25 dollars In this place we went in I almost bought it But I didn't uh good thing i didn't because it was only like 16 bucks at spirit so i picked that up uh i knew i was gonna take it out of the box so it's right here uh in front of me in front of my computer um what else did i get i think that was it i think that was all the only things that i got lately uh, i wasn't get some other things but I, I couldn't find anything um i sent you that picture of um I, I'll, I'm gonna go back and get it The uh the Funko Pop of uh, Sam from Trick or Treat The uh Spirit Exclusive uh Flocked And I was like Flocked what's Flocked I, Cause I looked at his head thinking his head Was gonna be all fuzzy it's just his Little uh orange Jumpsuit that he's wearing that's Flocked I was like Did they really need to make This one Flocked but Alright whatever I like Sam so I'm gonna <laughs> Definitely uh Go back and pick that one up But yeah as far as collecting Uh the Funko Pop from Exclusive from uh, Box Lunch That one of, of Rocket From Guardians and the Grady Twins The Grady Twins from their Whatever robot series That was it all, all I got this week But
1: uh, The other the, thing I wanted to mention with this, this also Spins into uh, Star Wars is uh the Mandalorian, the manga, uh, I got this. And the thing that surprised me about it is I was like, okay, cool. I thought it was make a little one shot and I thought they'd, you know, kind of move through it rather quickly. Uh, I was surprised it was actually the opposite. It looks like this series might be massive if they keep up with it because this first little, release uh was 160 pages and it was only season one episode one so the mandalorian seasons are eight episodes each so it's amazing they you know may end up doing the uh, there's a little note at the end the the person who's behind it uh writes that they hope to to do them all so um it's an impressive amount of work though it's really cool it's really cool uh artwork i'm just surprised there's uh so much of it (laughs) like i said 160 pages just to cover the first episode
0: all right where'd you get that you ordered it
1: yeah it was on amazon uh i can't remember how much did it cost it wasn't that much uh me dig up the price for you right here. You can get it on Amazon, and it is only eleven ninety eight. And yeah, it's hundred and sixty pages. All right. And like I said, who knows? They may end up. Uh, if he wants to, at least get through season one, and he's got seven more. And then I think I think. He- you would assume if he's going to do season two, he's going to do season three, but it said, uh, let me just read it. Um, uh, my goal in life is to stay alive long enough to portray a one scene from season two, you know, the one in manga. So I really appreciate the spree- spree- port. I assume he's talking about the end of season two is my guess, but I mean, a few things happened in season
0: two. I don't know, It might be a <laughs> Speaking of Ahsoka, Part 5, Shadow Warrior 51 minutes Uh, Would we have liked to have saw it on the big screen With uh, a lot of other Star Wars fans Of course we would have Because this this episode was glorious Oh man, it it was so good The flashbacks, little Ahsoka running around uh, With Anakin, how he looked in Clone Wars uh, how he looked as Darth Vader in *Revenge of the Sith*, and I think the the de aging looked better this episode than it did at, at the end of uh, Part Four, *Fallen Jedi*. But oh man, this one it hit you in the feelings. Uh, in it, it was cool to hear. Um, what's uh, Tamura Morrison? Is that his name? Yeah. To hear to hear his voice as the seeing right. the the old uh clone troopers and then the clone troopers and how they looked in revenge of the sith um the what was the first battle before they went to mandalore ouch no i don't know because it was it wasn't
1: the first one from no but it
0: was when that the first clip of when they showed uh, Ahsoka when right. she was little running with anakin how he looked in clone wars
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But then they showed the uh, when they when the during Mandalore when when they were when they were fighting there. I I just I was like, oh man, it was all before Order Sixty Six. So, but it was cool. And then to see Ahsoka take on Anakin or Darth Vader, <laughs> well, which was sweet. But when they showed uh, Anakin when he was running off into the into the dust or wherever it was, and you see Anakin going, come on, and then he we uh, really. Qu- quick in a flash you see him as Darth Vader and then when he comes walking at her at that last fight at the end when you see him coming at her with the red lightsaber and it's Darth Vader in his suit and then when he starts talking to her it's like uh, Hayden Christensen's voice and James Earl Jones like a mixture I was like oh man it just just gave me goosebumps and I thought that was a really good uh, lightsaber duel um, but and as well as uh, them trying to uh, find, or they found uh, Ahsoka, because well, when she fell off the cliff into the water, I don't know how long she was under the water. Maybe it's different. What kind of what species is she? Togruta. I guess you can breathe underwater for a long time, but, um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, it was cool. Um, well, how- she
1: was the, she was she wasn't technically just in the water; she was actually in the world between worlds.
0: But she was in the under the water, and I don't know. But how she long... wasn't
1: there. She wasn't there the whole time. She fell into the water, and then she was in the world between worlds. It was a different place. She wasn't just the in the water while she was in the world between worlds.
0: Because Jason Cause was they, the one was They established
1: the, that in the Clone Wars
0: It's a different place Because Jason was the one Because they were like, she, I can hear her Because when he was sitting there listening to the uh, To the waves And he was like, do you hear that? Do you hear that? And they're like, what? They were listening He goes, I hear the lightsabers And that was when she was uh, battling it out With yeah. uh, Anakin and Did
1: you but see don't... Gar Saxon In the Battle of Mandalore? The, uh, he had the Maul helmet the yeah. Mandalorian helmet with the spikes that was gar saxon and the cool thing about that is uh uh ray stevenson bail uh Bale skull uh, he played the voice of gar saxon in the clone wars so
0: that's what uh, eric was cool. telling me when we were watching it um then also, they, we... uh,
1: also the um The end with the Pergles. did you know that it's a crossover in the timeline with the Mandalorian? Like, we already talked about it. Like, when uh, Grogu was looking in hyperspace and he saw the Pergles. that was timed that- with Ahsoka. So he was a sensing... The Purgles and Ahsoka In hyperspace
0: As they're flying by him, as he's looking out yeah. the window Yeah, right That's, I didn't know that when we were watching it But I was reading some things and somebody had mentioned that So I was like, oh yeah. sweet So Pretty cool. crossing over into timelines But uh, I thought that was cool Because yeah, once uh, Ahsoka came back around And, and everything And she uh, came back to the land of the living uh, They were trying to figure out Well, we know where They took, um Sabine. Oh, we don't we don't know where, we kind of know, but let's how we're going to get there. We don't have the hyperdrive or, or whatever the hell that ship had. So they figured out those space whales. were going to take them there. So, Pergles. Ahsoka kind of just, yeah, whatever and hey, kind of mind-meld with them like the Vulcans and they said, "Yeah, come on, we'll take you there." Uh at first I thought they were just going to like land on top of it and just ride it out, but no, the 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 priggle's opened their mouth. And let them get in And then they took off In the hyperspace I was like oh man this is awesome I thought all of them were going to go with them I thought Hera and Jason and, and the the X-Wing guys Were all going to land in there And go with them But now it's just <laughs> uh, Ahsoka and Booyang um, Yeah they're the ones that Alright we're going to go let's go They took off and then it was over I was like ah And then I wanted more But uh it would have been awesome to see it on the big screen, because yep. everyone that that seen it on the screen, I was looking at the the, uh, the are they tweets now? Or are they X's? What do we call it? <laughs> it's
1: funny. I see there's like a big resistance, at least in the circles I follow, and like some of the media, the Big Brother people that I follow the coverage, like everybody just seems to fall back on like just calling it tweets. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, whatever, whatever it is now, <laughs> uh, Elon didn't uh, give us the lingo. But either way, tweets, we'll just stick with I everybody was ranting and raving.
1: supposed to be like Zeds is what they want to call it. And that's obviously not catching on. Nobody wants to call it Zeds.
0: It didn't even need to change it. That was stupid. Right. Either or we don't own we don't own it. <laughs> People still call it Twitter, even the yep. news. <laughs> so, yep. So, but, uh, but this this episode was awesome. Uh, probably my favorite so far, and it was cool that we got the flashbacks of, of Clone Wars and, uh, the Mandalore stuff. So, but.
1: They called it. What it are a, we? Um, they called it a Lord of the Rings style. Transition to because they call it uh, Ahsoka the White Now like Gandalf the White <laughs>
0: Dumb Okay What three more episodes
1: Um
0: Yes eight? Eight? Yeah okay so we're episode five we got uh, Three more Hopefully they're all ours And um what's the next TV show Uh Skeleton Crew
1: Okay. With Jude Law and it's uh, Star Wars with a uh, Goonies, Stranger Things vibe.
0: Just do your own thing. Stop copying everyone else. But either way, we'll still watch it. Yeah, um, but
1: uh, and then man, it's supposed, like I said, it's supposed to tie in uh, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, and Mandalorian are supposed to tie all those characters together for an heir to the empire movie
0: yep so who man but yeah this episode was glorious um i watched it twice i i just i was like oh man i couldn't believe what i was oh, seeing same same Yeah. <laughs> so, uh Originally,
1: hopefully the skeleton oh. crew was supposed to be out this year but it's no way with this strike. Are they going to let it go now? They'll sit on it. My guess is till at least early next year. Now, I probably even like they might even wait for like May, like May the Fourth. I hope they didn't peak with this episode.
0: I hope it just the next three are just better and better into the end. So, but
1: as we're on the way, it's gotta might, it.
0: might be hard <laughs> to. <laughs> To outdo this episode because this one was awesome.
1: My guess uh, is at the end of this next episode, it'll be either Ezra or Thrawn. At the end
0: of this would, next episode, I would say Ezra. I could Thrawn, I think they would give a maybe at least a full episode of Thrawn and then maybe a little bit in the last episode. I don't know, but we'll see. Right. All right. Oh, recommendations. You got any on deck? Uh, I don't yet, if you want to I don't grab.
1: either. Um, okay. Well, we'll, we'll
0: wise, I don't have nothing. Um, let me look really, me really it. fast. Uh Well, that's on Paramount Plus now. I didn't know that. Um, (laughs) Buddy
1: Games Spring Awakening is the third most popular movie on Paramount Plus right now. I can't recommend it though. I haven't seen either of the the Buddy Games films. All right.
0: (laughs) I would recommend this one because we got another one coming out. This one came out in 2005, and this is Keanu Reeves in Constantine, and it's a DC uh, property, so uh, Hellblazer. for those of you guys that don't know. Uh, a police detective enlists Constantine's help in solving the death of her twin sister, taking them through the world of demons and angels that exists just beneath the landscape of contemporary Los Angeles. Uh, Giddy fantasy horror. Yeah, okay. Um, but I like this movie. I didn't know it was Hellblazer uh, when I first saw it. Because uh, I was real, I, I remember I was familiar with the title, but I wasn't familiar with the story and John Constantine and, and all that. So, but I, I hear we are getting another one, uh, which is cool. I'm, I'm all for it. But um, yeah, if you have uh, Prime, definitely check it out on there. What do you got?
1: I um, browsing on Paramount Plus, so I'm gonna recommend. Uh mission Possible. uh it looks like all of them are on there but uh you may or may not know my favorite is the 2011 entry ghost protocol uh, one thing i always remember about that too is like we we brought like a ton of us i remember to see that it was like you me joel sherry joel i think tommy was there uh It was a big crew for that back in uh, 2011. And it still holds up as uh, my favorite of the bunch. Um, It really impressed me. I think I say that a lot. Like, when a movie catches me off guard, I thought we were just seeing, oh, yeah, another Mission Impossible. But, yeah, I loved Ghost Protocol. And uh, it's still probably my favorite of the missions.
0: All righty. Music. Music. Alright, this song I love I heard it the other day when I was driving home from work This is uh, Oingo Boingo's 1985 hit Dead Man's Party If you love this song, it's it's an awesome song I loved it Um, I know I heard it before I saw it in uh, Back to School, Rodney Dangerfield's Back to School Because Oingo Boingo was in the movie when they had one of the parties in the dorm room and they played this song. But uh, this is an awesome song. I love it. It, it is a long track, I believe. Uh, six minutes, I believe. A little over six minutes. I know the song is, is long. Either or. I know a radio version or the long version, doesn't matter. Either way, it's a good song. So uh, definitely check out Oingo Boingo's Dead Man's Party.
1: Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. That's uh, one of Ray's favorite tracks. Uh, she played that a lot, especially when I first met her back in uh, the day. Early 99. <laughs> anyways, I'm coming all the way up to this year. Every once in a while, I check uh, Apple Music. Uh, Jade takes way more advantage, like I said, of it than I do. But I try... Every once in a while, to browse the new stuff and see if I can find anything, I almost never do. But I notice top the uh, the hip the new hip hop lists they have uh, after all these years, Nas. He's still uh, making music, making tracks. He dropped an album this year called uh, Magic 3, and there's a track on it, track six, Never Die, featuring Lil Wayne. Good track, solid track. I listened to it, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to add that to the the playlist. So uh, good to find a new track, but uh, one of my, uh, I guess, artists you can always rely on. You can always rely on Nas. So, yeah. Nas uh, never die. Uh, and speaking a Little Wayne, and a real quick back to sports, have you seen all the insane hype that is following uh, Dion Sanders and the Sanders family and the Colorado football program? Nope. It is insane if you look into it. Like Dion has like brought the hype. Uh, He's got uh, two of his kids, two of his sons on the team. One's playing quarterback and is a Heisman contender. Uh, the other's uh, playing defense, a cornerback, uh, just like Dion. And uh, he had a interception return for a touchdown in this Colorado State game. It's like every game is like an event. And it's like the other team like says something like the coach of Colorado State In this game, before the game, he was, like, talking about Dion being disrespectful. And, like, when I meet people, I take off my hat and sunglasses as a sign of respect. So, like, in turn, like, Dion bought, like, sunglasses for the whole team. And then, like, this game, like, Lil Wayne, like, came out with the team like, singing a track, like, as they came onto the field. And then on the sideline, like, Kawhi Leonard was there. Uh, Offset was there of the Migos. Uh, Chauncey Billups was there. And, like, it's just crazy, like, the hype around it. I I didn't watch it, but uh, Dion was on the the season premiere of uh, 60 Minutes. and. Just like, especially all the sports social media I follow, like everybody's talking about uh, some of the hype that uh, Deion Sanders has brought to uh,
0: Colorado University. I saw a little news clip. Uh, SmackDown was in Denver the other night. Oh, The Rock was there too. And yeah. The Rock, yeah. was uh, made an appearance at SmackDown, which was awesome. Put the SmackDown on bitch ass uh, Austin Theory. Oh, I hate that fucker. <laughs> he told me to shut his bitch ass up. That was awesome. Uh, I love when when the Rock comes and and hypes everybody up. And he and he came on and that whatever that show was, he went out there and at first when when he came walking up and Dion, I don't know what the hell he was wearing, white vest and a cowboy hat. I'm like, what? <sighs> Look, if you're rich, cool, right on party. Wear what you want, but don't look like an idiot. Deion well, Sanders look like an idiot.
1: <laughs> yeah, he he's unique, though, and he's bringing something that, like, has rarely ever been seen in college football, and especially, like...
0: No, I'm not talking Perry about Portland. that. I'm talking about your appearance. He looks stupid.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, like, coaches don't normally look like that. And now he's this big-time coach, and, like, he's making Colorado into big-time school, and his son... Is on a Heisman track and he's looking like he's looking with the crazy white vest and the cowboy hat and the glasses. And he's talking his talk and he's having Lil Wayne come out and the rock and offset and Kawhi Leonard and it's like a party on the sidelines. And it's like this just doesn't happen.
0: He's just taking like, you're distracting everyone from the game. Come on, just play football. But man. he's winning. I don't matter. I mean, you play football. Stop doing That's all stupid, that matters. <laughs> stu- stop doing all this stupid shit and looking like an idiot. Uh, if I was a billionaire, I guarantee you I wouldn't be wearing dumb things like that. I would still be wearing the way all this shit that I wear now: sweatpants, <laughs> Vans, t-shirts. Yeah. I, don't, I I just I don't know, man. I was watching this show on how people. Just again, you, your style is your style. You may think that I dress like a slob. I don't. I don't care. But I, I don't know. I I can't. I don't. I don't see how people can justify dropping a thousand dollars on a sweatshirt or fucking seven hundred dollars or a thousand dollars on a pair of shoes. I'm like, really? I and and buying a watch that costs a million dollars or or a earring, one earring, diamond earring that costs however a crazy amount of money. I don't, I don't, I don't get it, everyone. I mean, if, if that's if you any any high rollers listening to the show and that's what you do, they you you do you. But me, I don't think I could. I I just couldn't justify dropping that kind of money on something. If I'm gonna drop billions of dollars or however much money, it better be Spider Man number one or something like that, which is an investment, not. Uh, a pair of shoes that cost a billion dollars. I, I, I can't do that. I mean, a buddy of mine, man, he's, he's a shoe collector. He's got tons and tons and boxes and boxes. Uh, warehouse full of shoes. Cool. I couldn't do that. I mean, I wear my shoes until I throw them away and then get another pair. But that's me. But I, I Just because you got tons of money don't mean you need to just blow on nothing that you're going to wear once or you're just going to. Uh, the look Like how often is he going to wear that dumb Outfit that he's wearing all the time Or I, I don't know I mean to each his own well, with everyone glass, with your money
1: The glasses He, he made a deal with that uh, Company like it's his Custom one So like, ah, they, hooked, they hooked that all up
0: Oh yeah he ain't paying for that I mean no. yeah. all he's got to do is Yeah this is made by This eyewear And yeah cool Cool for cool for both of you but nah I, who knows how much those things are i remember yeah. when renee bought some sunglasses. she just always wore cheap gas station glasses i said get some something nice because she uh, is not. I, I i don't wear sunglasses i mean my glasses that i my eyeglasses that i wear do that transition and turn into sunglasses but she wears um she i bought her some uh ray-bans this was years ago because she had a pair of ray-bans they they were so bad when you put them on it's like how can you see through all these scratches and she wore it all the time walking around driving i was like how how that would i can't have anything on the lenses on my glasses if i see one little dot i i don't know what it is it just i focus in on that one little dot until i wipe it off Mm -hmm. but so I was like, you know what? Here, I'm gonna get you a pair of Ray Bans, and we went and found some. I think they're like a hundred bucks or something like that. To her, she goes, "That's too much. That's too much." And I'm like, "All the stuff you do for us, I don't care if you splurge a little. Hundred bucks is probably nothing to some of you, but she is not like that. Like even like I said, if, if for some reason if we became billionaires overnight, she would still do what she does. She doesn't. Right. She doesn't blow." I blow through more money than she does (laughs) But On just nonsense On nonsense that we have in here We'll get you the Dion outfit Oh no way If someone paid me hey man wear this And we'll give you a billion dollars sure give it up (laughs) I'll wear it and look like an idiot But I gotta get paid to look like an idiot I'm not gonna pay I'm not gonna pay to look like an idiot You better pay me You gotta pay me to look like an idiot but that's me, everyone. I mean, you got again. You guys probably think I'm a slob. Here I am, black vans, holy sweat or holy sweatpants, and a Star Wars t-shirt, and um, I think this is Japanese writing. I don't know. But that's me, everyone. Did you say Little John earlier? Well, Wayne. Oh, okay. I, I was watching uh, Parks and Rec, and um, it was a, it was the one when uh, John Raffio. They said he died. And at his funeral, he goes, and this is uh, John Raphael's uh, favorite song, Bend Over by Lil John. Bend over, make your knees touch your elbows. <laughs> oh, man. I love that show. I can't get enough of it. Shout out to the Z suit here, man. He hooked me up with uh, the uh, Funko double pack, Tom and John Raphael. He never had a single one, did he? John Raphael? No. That was okay. it. Well, I'm glad I got it, because he's probably my favorite character. I think I have Mona Lisa somewhere around here. But, all right everyone, that is it this episode, because now we're just rambling about this and that. Um, Seven years, everybody. Thank you for everyone that's been a part of all of this. Is that a little little wheezy?
1: Yeah, so this is the start of the game when they're coming out of the tunnels and you can see at least you don't
0: at least you don't have that cowboy hat
1: yeah
0: i like but, Weezy. He's yeah a skateboard.
1: wayne brought him out like it's crazy and like i said on the sidelines
0: what block
1: offset the rock Kawhi what, league?
0: what league is this this college just regular
1: college football yeah okay but the, the he's like taking College football by storm. Like he last year was coaching like a small little college, and then in the off season he got this big job, Colorado. And uh, traditionally, Colorado hasn't been the biggest uh, school, like Alabama, you know, like a Florida. But uh, he came there. He had all of these people transfer there. His two sons are playing there now. And like I said, they started off the year. They're three and O now. Um, Interestingly, though, they were in a little bit of trouble. In this one, it was eleven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Colorado State was up twenty-eight to seventeen, and then it took two overtimes. But Colorado came out on top, forty-three thirty-five. So,
0: I, I like Wheezy. Man, he's he rides skateboard and he's he's fresh. But yeah, man, this looks like a big party. He's I know out on the mic. I don't know what he's saying. I don't want to. Us getting pulled for having audio, uh, but Dion's running out there minus the dumb cowboy hat and hyping everyone up with yeah. his bling flipping, flipping and flopping around his neck and yeah, cool. And you oh, got man, the rock good.
1: patrol. You got the rock patrol on the sideline. You got Kawhi Leonard. You got Offset. Somebody called Key Glock. <laughs>
0: <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, oh, really quick before we get out of here, uh, another thing that I got for my birthday. My grandson's got me. Um, this is uh It's a. I'm an old man, and my back hurts all the time I'm working so hard. Uh, I got a pillow from. I can't remember who made this, but it's the uh, the Book of the Dead, the Necronomicon from Evil Dead. Uh, it's it's a pillow size. It's big. Uh, it looks like a book. They didn't know what it was. <laughs> so, but it was really cool. I saw it online on one of these horror things. And uh, I had to have it. So it's here. Uh, I just realized it because I was moving my chair and, oh, my pillow. So yeah, I got to talk about it. But uh, yeah, Dion, man, he's doing his thing out in uh, Colorado with a football team and got Wheezy and The Rock representing. That's probably why The Rock was at SmackDown. Uh, cool. Everyone that went to SmackDown, because when you heard, uh, you heard, it, if you smell, and everybody went, ah i got a huge pop and everybody leaped to their feet and then the rock came out so that was cool and then bitch slapped uh dumbass Austin theory i hate him anyway but yeah everybody thank you seven years of yeah. this and that and me bitching and complaining and the zsu always being the the voice of reason and i'm the old <laughs> grouchy, i'm the old grouchy grumpy grandpa Uh, of the show, (laughs) but, (laughs) ah, man, uh, here's to seven more and beyond, uh, we're going to keep doing this until we're just, eh, let's call it quits, but uh, not anytime soon. I mean, uh, we're doing, we're doing this for us. We're doing this for you. We're doing this for them and whoever else, but, uh, new listeners. Thank you so much. For listening to what we have to say week to week, or other week, or sometimes a month later, but please follow us on Facebook. Just search East Society. Follow us on our other feeds, Spotify for podcasts. There's uh, links below if you don't want to search for it and it'll take you right to our page. And if you haven't listened to any of those, you got like three hundred and something on there, so go for it. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Just search East Society. Uh, subscribe, like, whatever you do over there to watch us. Uh, or watch whatever I got on there. Uh, please go over to T Public and represent for us. Pick up a T shirt, East Society Podcast, or Macnez T shirt. Follow us on X at East Society Pod at Macnez Pod at Theo Zisu Instagram at East Society Pod at the Zisu at Macnez Pod, and then follow us on TikTok at East Society Pod. Big shout out! Been with us for seven years as well. Uh, Mixlaw Beat Productions For intro and outro music Go to www.mixlawproduction.com For everything He's got over there Tons and tons of beats for you uh, Freestyle beats uh, Beats you can use if you want to do songs and everything So definitely go over there and check out and support Him, he's been a big support for the show uh, For seven years I started using his music uh, Episode 2 So, but, uh, I think the music I had for episode one was just whatever was on my, uh, the little free music that's on, uh, on Apple computer. Um, but yeah, man, seven years. Um, awesome. 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 We're inching our way to episode three to episode 300. And again, shout out to everybody that is a part of the E society. If you've been on the show or video wise. Wise, audio wise whatever wise uh, Thank you so much For uh, Supporting us and, and listening to, to to our show And we just got more And more and more for you And uh, Yeah that's gonna be it this episode Please come back for more uh, More Brig Brother Over on the Spotify uh, for podcasters' feed and whatever else we got, we're gearing up for 31 Days of Horror in what two weeks is that when it is? Yeah, I think, yeah, two weeks. Uh, October 1st will be episode one of 30 of the 31 Days of Horror of 2023. Uh, I got a bunch of movies lined up. Uh, the usual guys are going to come on here and, and do what we're going to do. Um, might be an on location. Mike and I are going to be down in LA for a film that we're going to talk about. We're going to an actual screening, uh, to see it. And we're also going to be at that Halloween, I think it's 45 years later or something like some big anniversary thing for, um, uh, for Halloween, the original Halloween film, Mike and I are going to be at uh, big old con in, uh, uh Pasadena. So definitely uh, check that out and we'll post pictures and everything and we'll have our wrap-up when we do that as well. That'll also be a part of 31 Days of Horror. might be over on Spotify for podcasters, but it'll be definitely part of that. But yeah, again, seven years everybody. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, We gotta get out of here and please come back for more and we love you all. Thank you so much. Uh, People all over the world, everyone that's listening to our voices on the other side of the world, here in America, Uh, Canada, and everywhere else, the islands, Uh, you guys rule, you guys rock. And uh, again, come back for more. So until next time, please be safe out there. Thank you, and party on.
1: Yep, thanks everyone for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, E-Society.